Welcome to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast, a Bachelor podcast, and part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Can I Steal You for a Second. I'm Ashley. I'm joined by Natalie Zamora. I'm thrilled. I'm hyped. Summer's ending here in the city for us, but we are ready to take on Bachelor in Paradise. All the couples, some of my favorites from the past few seasons are back on my television screen, and I am so excited for them to find love. But before we tap into the first episode of Paradise, we do have to shout out our friends over at Manscaped. They are coming to us ready with their lawnmower 4.0. You should definitely check out this product. They have the best tools for the leaders in male grooming. You can be one of the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. To get ready, you can go over to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. You just have to use our code FANSIDED20. Yeah, and just make sure you write that down, type it somewhere. It's a really good, really good discount here. You can get 20% off with free shipping, as Ashley just said. Just use the code fansided 20 manscapecom I don't know why you wouldn't do it. So check it out. Christmas is right around the corner. We got like a whole whopping four months till Christmas, birthdays. Use the code. We love a discount. Something I love more than a discount is a shift in, you know, this stale bachelor nation that I love to hate on every week. And last night we watched the first episode of Paradise. And it was like a breath of fresh air. Natalie, how are you feeling after the first episode? Definitely hopeful. Very good. I don't have like a bitter taste in my mouth after watching it. And I think I realized after watching it just how much I missed this show. It is so different from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. The first episode doesn't have that pressure, doesn't have that, you know, nervousness to it. Um, And it just feels more natural. It's so fun was so excited for it to come back and I'm excited to see what else happens. Me too. I am hype and use the word natural. And I think that's what I love most about it is I guess it's not really natural. It's a bunch of hot single people on the beach. (laughs) Like that's not exactly everyone's situation, but I think there's just a comfortability to the show and how casual it is that it makes it a much more pleasant watch because you don't know how things are going to go. It feels more organic. It's not 30 people fighting over one individual. It's all right. Let's see how this ebbs and flows. Let's mix in some drinks, some beach time. And it's very, very charming. And the biggest change truthfully this season is no Chris Harrison. It's the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. I know that we absolutely adored our dual hosts for The Bachelorette, and they were a wonderful asset to Katie. But Bachelor in Paradise is, a diff- like you said, a different show. And we were graced with, which I thought was going to be a little weird, <laughs> David Spade hosting the episode this week. Uh, what was your reaction to him taking the reins? <laughs> I also had no idea what to expect. Obviously, he's a very funny person, but I don't know. This is a different like wheelhouse for him. Didn't know what to expect, but... I kind of loved it. I thought it was really fun. And I think just the whole way the whole episode went, it really showed how fun and like goofy the show can be. And I think that's kind of what we need. Like it doesn't need to be so serious the entire time. Um, And I think it really just lightened the mood 
the entire episode, honestly. It kept it so lighthearted. Um, you know, people love or hate Chris Harrison, <laughs> but he's a little stiff and yeah. it's not that serious. We are literally <laughs> watching the world burn and there's so much going on in the world. I want to turn in and see something goofy and awkward and playful. And he gave us that. He didn't want to be there. He was so goofy the whole time. I absolutely adored having him host. And I was a hater. I was like, why would they pick him? He's old. He's out of touch. And I think that awkwardness and that disconnect from like Bachelor, you know, nation mm-hmm. was so wonderful. He was a good host. There was yeah. a few like awkward moments. So I was like, like young, hot girl, old, old man. That yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It like lingered a little too long, but we got two hours to fill. So maybe I'm just sensitive. <laughs> I know. I agree. I did like though, how he knew a little bit about each contestant, like he knew their names. So he did his study. Um, but he was still going to wells of like, what, what happened? Like, who are these people? What's their story? So it wasn't, it didn't seem fake. It seemed literally like your dad is trying to watch the show with you. <laughs> it's like, I can't keep up. Who are these people? That's so spot on like a dad. And it was nice. I like, I didn't realize, I thought everyone loved Wells. I thought he was like universally adored. And I don't know if I just fell down the rabbit hole on Twitter last night or TikTok. Like I watched one TikTok and then it spiraled. (laughs) But there's some people that don't love his his humor Hmm. or his shtick. And again, I was really excited to see him on my screen last night. Yeah, that's interesting. I really like him. And yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's newer Bachelor in Paradise fans. I don't know. It's the 14-year-olds on TikTok that are watching <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, well, it's, it's like the same concept of, you know, having former Bachelorettes host the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I love that he's closer in age. He has shared the same experience. He's dabbled in the shows. It just makes for, that's what I want, is someone with a more relatable experience. So I love yeah. him. And I think he's good to have around. Yeah, I agree. I'm a big fan. Also, him and Sarah Hyland, just adorable. So just adds another layer to like they're both seem like such normal nice people that if anything I feel like I have a running list of like all right a scandal was coming we predicted this and then a scandal would rock me if it happened (laughs) yeah and they're up there with I'm like I I'm really rooting for you guys you seem genuinely like a good partnership I agree yeah, they're cute. Okay, good for them. That's cute. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, the intros, I have to say, I love to knock on the producers for, you know, being stale or sticking to their old tricks. I love the intros in Paradise. I, I love opening up with how do you know them? What are they notorious for? But we had incredible lower thirds last night. And again, playful, fresh, fun. I didn't get Naked Kenny. So his shtick is that he's 40, but his shtick is also that he's naked. I don't, I need you to explain it to me because I just was not getting it. No, I wasn't either. And the entire time I just could not get over the fact that he wasn't actually naked. Right. Like I was just yelling at my scream. Where was his mic? Like also every time someone walked in, they were just like, Oh, Hey, like if someone was naked, I'm sure there would be a few screams, a little bit of alarming reaction. So I don't know. Did he tell producers, like, let's just pretend I'm naked and that'll be fun? I didn't really get it. (laughs) There's no way he's actually naked. No, no. I was watching with my sister. 
And she's like, well, why would they put the box? And I was like, they could put the box over anything. Yeah. You don't know what's under it. And I was like, there's no way he's naked. <laughs> is like that sanitary? Is that safe? There's so many like critters out in the open. Yeah. Like, he was naked, air quotes, like well into the night. And yeah. okay, so I'm with you. I think it, he had something just itty bitty on. Yeah, I agree. And I also saw like on Twitter, a few people posted photos where they caught him like in bathing suit in a bathing suit short. So I'm like, okay, did he put those on later? I was just imagining he was wearing like a Speedo or something where production was like, we can't show this. And he was like, all right, then just pretend I'm naked. Let's go all out. That's so fun. It's just you're 40 years old, right? Yeah. So your stick is that you're older. But your shtick is also that, like, being naked is is funny. I don't get it. Like, the disconnect between, like, the age and maturity and then whatever he was wearing. It was so strange. Um, yeah. But I, I don't really remember much of him when he was, you know, in the running. But I was kind of charmed by him. I like his confidence. I'm hating on the naked bit. But, like, <laughs> good for you. He's like, I don't work this hard to look this good and not show it off. And I kind of admire the confidence. Yeah, he I mean, yeah, I definitely don't dislike him. He was the boy band manager, right? On Tasia season. So funny. Okay, so he's from Chicago. And I'm pretty sure, which is where I used to live. And I don't even think it's like, all right, this no shade, like a real boy <laughs> band. It's like this cover band. And they're, they're oh, wonderfully talented, yeah. like a lot of fun to go watch perform. But it's not like he's running around with like BTS scheduling their <laughs> world tours. Like I'm pretty sure he manages this cover band in Chicago, but which they're wonderful. They're talented. They're so much fun. But these job titles sometimes, I'm like, <laughs> this is a little misleading. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. Yeah. But I mean, I like his confidence as well. He has a good vibe. I just also was like, why are you pretending to be naked? Like he had a nice body. People would have like looked at him, paid attention to him either way. So not sure. Not sure. I don't know. We'll see if it pays off. It's definitely <laughs> a choice. So, yeah. you know, it wasn't the only shtick. Uh, we've seen weeks and weeks of the buildup that Queen Victoria is back. Uh, she waltzes on. She says the queen is dead and now she's a, a sun goddess or whatever. <laughs> I'm over it. I like, yeah. I want to root for her because I think she got eaten alive on social media. And right. regardless of how she was portrayed on the show, um, she's been very like transparent. Like I, I worked out, I dyed my hair, I got work done, like whatever I did it for me. And I admire again, the confidence and, you know, just living your truth. But then you come on the show with this stupid headband. And I'm like, <laughs> Victoria, I was rooting for you. This was supposed to be your redemption tour. Uh, do you think we're going to see a different side of her? Is she up to the same, same stuff, different season? And she'll probably be the same. I, I have nothing really against her. I mean, I also felt terrible that, you know, the way she was bullied on social media, no one deserves that, but she's boring. I don't want to see her on my screen. Her whole thing about, I'm not going to go talk to a guy first. I'm like, well, you're going home really soon. I hope because that's not the attitude you need to have when you know you're not fighting for one guy but everyone is kind of fighting over each other you're gonna need to you know get over yourself a little bit and go make conversations so uh I'm, I'm just not about seeing her anymore the she had like a five second rule where she said if you stare at someone for five seconds they'll come over to you I think was the strategy <laughs> that's crazy and 
I'm like, Victoria, this is not like the club at two in the morning where like the lights are about to come on and people are like on the prowl. Like you have to work for it and build yeah. connections. And like, you can't just stare at someone in paradise. But I had never heard that trick, if we want no. to call it a trick. Like she made that up, right? She, yeah, she had to have. Uh, she just reminds me of like every girl in high school that was upset over not getting a date, but then also being like, I'm not going up to them first. They need to come up to me. And it's like, that's just not how the world works. I'm sorry. No, you got to put effort in, babe. Like, again, if you worked your ass off to like get fit and like get confident, show it off. This is your redemption tour, your redemption tour. All of the, whatever style you had going on, (laughs) like your bra hanging out, you look good and you have the opportunity to like win us all back. And like you said, she's kind of just like, all right, been there, done that. So whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, this is spiraling into the hate parade for me again. Because <laughs> fan well. favorite, Mr. Grocery Store Joe. Oh, can we? Why is he so like, like wallowing in self pity, like within <laughs> what appeared to be 20 seconds of being on this island? Yeah, I'm a fan of his. I liked him when he was on Paradise the last time, but. It was a little odd that he's done this before. He comes on, sees someone he likes, and then he's like, oh, shoot, I remembered. This isn't easy. (laughs) It's like uh, such a man mentality, I feel like. Sorry, but it's just he was doing good. Like he was talking to Serena. And of course, he kind of got over that nervousness afterwards. But it's not like everyone was ignoring him. He went off in his own corner and everyone was like, where did Joe go? Is he taking a nap? So it's not like everyone was ignoring him or didn't want to talk to him. That was confusing. It was so confusing. It gave off big, like when the seniors come back to high school and like, (laughs) it's like you graduated. This is not your turf anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can like be a secondary character and I'm sure you'll fit in just fine. But if you come in like guns blazing, you're, you're old news, dude, you're 35. Like there's some new characters in bachelor nation but they admire you like you're the yeah. big brother they look up to you they know who you are I think he's having trouble accepting yeah like a new a new role and you know the cuts to him walking alone on the beach or like <laughs> sleeping with a shirt over his face it's like are you doing this for the cameras because this isn't your first rodeo like you know how to get screen time yeah or are we watching a grown man like have a full-blown crisis on national television <laughs> I know it was really I did not know how to react to that because he doesn't seem cocky at all. It didn't seem like he was coming on being like, I'm the best of the best. Like he came on his awkward self and then just kind of had a meltdown. So hope he's okay next week. Uh, I hope he's okay. And, you know, I can't buy into the bit when someone's like, hee hee, I'm just like so awkward. <laughs> Awkward people don't say that. Like, they're not that self-aware. Yeah. And the whole, like, like, oh, I'm just insecure and awkward. If you're that insecure, you're not, like, that forward with it. It's, yeah. like, a wallowing internally. So um, I hope he finds his way because the previews made it sound like he's sticking around for a minute and mm-hmm. some old friends are coming back um, to join him. So it It'd seems like it was just a one-episode, like, bloop of, you know, self-doubt. Um He's got to get it together. He's got a lot going for him. He needs to put his chin up a little bit. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, last night's episode was so fun, lighthearted, like we were saying, this is the easiest it's going to be. (laughs) Sophie's that upset day one. I'm sure, you know, he'll stay on, but it's going to be a mess. Like you said, day one, this is the fun stuff. This is easy money conversations. Like, where are you from? What do you do? Like, literally a job interview, just breeze through, you have, you know, 20 some odd people to talk to, go do it easy as it's going to get. He found his way though. Let's just Mm -hmm. jump right into that because, you know, towards the end of the episode, um, he's talking to Serena, who's only 23. Joe's 35. Um, when all is right and legal and consensual, I am not like someone that's like, yeah, hung up on numbers. Um, but watching them interact, I was so aware of their age gap and like where they were in life and just how young and like, like giddy she was. And he was like old and awkward and (laughs) turned 40 and I could not get into the relationship. Yeah. I feel like they could be cute because at one point it was kind of weird that he said this, but at one point he said talking to Serena was like talking to Kendall, his ex. But I do see how they're, they have similar personalities, Serena and Kendall. So I could see them being cute together. However, <laughs> Serena does act very young. You can tell she's very early 20s. Um, and like you said, Grocery Joe is just kind of like, I'm here. I'm old. This is what it is kind of <laughs> So I don't know. That conversation was awkward. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. She she acts really, really young. Nothing against her. She's young, so that's how she's going to act. So it'll be interesting, like, if they keep dating throughout the season, how those, you know, serious talks are going to go about engagement or everything else. I don't know. Engagement. To be 23 and engaged. No. Like, that is so... I was still in college at 23. Like, I could not fathom being engaged to a 35 year old, but no. Serena, if that's what you want, babe, I hope it works out for you. <laughs> I do like her. I think she's great. Yeah. Energy, but like you said, just a little, you know, he's mopey and self-aware and she's like full of promise and hopeful <laughs> and like just good energy. So if nothing else, I hope it brought him a little confidence. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Desirable. She right. Yeah. Good for him. So that worked out. There were a couple other couples um, throughout the night that people paired off. No, like, surprising couples. I think mm-hmm. everything made sense. Um, the highlight of the episode for me, though, was how often Trey's uncle came up. <laughs> that was so weird. Just so weird. I Is the world that small that... Oh. Like, it's one thing to date. I know there's a lot of, like, interdating in Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. But do you get a plus one from, like, your family that they're also mixed into this, like, you know, cyclical, di- like, dating network of if you know someone in Bachelor Nation, you get a plus one. Your family's mixed in. Like, what are the odds? Is the world that small? No. It was the weirdest thing. And she said that she met his uncle on a dating app. And I'm like what so that whole thing was confusing because it seemed like they had talked before the show right just because I don't know if it was because of his uncle or what but (laughs) it was all unclear and then I'm thinking like do they all just live in the same town like how does that happen I feel like I needed more explanation and there was just not enough time not enough time and yeah maybe I'm naive and maybe I just don't have money to like schlep around New York City 
But like, Natalie, you're in Brooklyn. I'm in Manhattan. It takes a special occasion for me to like hop on the subway for like an hour to even just go within New York City, right? Like that's not something I'm doing for dinner on a Tuesday night just because to like go date someone's uncle. So there's always like interim, are you guys hopping on planes and like schlepping across the country? And does everyone just live in the same block of a city? I don't know. Maybe I'm naive, but or lazy. But everyone was more spread out and the world was bigger than it is. Same. Yeah. It's confusing to me because we know a lot of Bachelor Nation people, once they're on the show, they go and move to California, LA, of course. But I don't think either of them live in LA. So, no. And also, LA is huge too. Yeah. And you have to sit in traffic to drive like (laughs) literally no feet. So, I don't know. I need an investigation or I need someone to explain to me how geography works because, (laughs) or how to afford cheaper travels. So again, it was funny and I was loving the timeline, but I was definitely kind of like, I need a little backstory. There's a few dots that just aren't connecting in my book, but Mm -hmm. charming storyline. Nonetheless, it was pretty funny. Uh, There's a couple other couples, uh, but before we talk about them, let's take a quick breather and then we'll dive into some more favorites. So Miss Abigail was a fan (laughs) favorite justice for Abigail Mm -hmm. and she just didn't get the screen time. I think she deserved or the love, you know, she's definitely capable of receiving when she was going through the bachelor before. And I was so excited to see her on paradise because it seems a little more her speed. She's very friendly, social, Mm -hmm. even though she talks about being shy, I think she can work a room and I didn't love Noah when he was a contestant, but there's something about seeing him walk on the island where he looked a little more reserved and wasn't being bullied by um, other bachelorette contestants. (laughs) And to see him and Abigail pair up very quickly, I'm a big, big fan. Yeah, me too. I really, really liked it. And same here. When I saw Noah, I was like, I feel like I didn't like him, but I don't remember why exactly. I think it was just like situational. Um, All the drama on Tasha's season was just annoying and we wanted it to be over. So just (laughs) associating him with all of that. Also, he doesn't have the mustache anymore, which I think is a, a little better of a look for him. Um, yeah, really cute. And he came on to Paradise saying that he liked Abigail and it was just a very easy connection there. So I'm rooting for them. I think they seem really cute together. They do seem really cute. And I did appreciate, I think he got labeled, like you said, as the drama or immature. And he had this like mustache that maybe I wrongly perceived him as just not a good person, which is so not fair to him. But he he played the part in which, you know, the villains cast him as. And I they're on this date and I really appreciated him being so direct, mm-hmm. even though it was kind of awkward. He was a little corrupt. But then now that I've had some time to kind of think on it, I think he's kind of like, I'm not here to play games. I don't want to rush you, but like, this is what I'm looking for. This is my end goal, even though his delivery, I think could use a little work. And Abigail was like, I need time. And he straight up was like, that's not going to work for me, which at the end of the day, isn't that what we all want out the gate is just like transparency and making sure yeah. no one is going to get led in the wrong direction. So I think his delivery could have used work, 
but I hope that he's the one to kind of bring Abigail out of her, her shell or her place of hesitation. Yeah, I agree. Their date when they first sat down, it was definitely awkward. Like their conversation yes. was a little <laughs> weird, but I think they saved it in the end. They definitely, it came around. It was like, okay, I think that was just kind of like a, an awkward conversation caught on camera. Um, and I could see where he was coming from. Cause she said, you know, I would need time. And it's like, you're on the bachelor franchise. There is no time. You thought you were going to get engaged in on the bachelor. So it probably just took him off guard. I don't know, but I think like you said, transparency, it didn't seem like either of them were mad about it. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like, here's how I feel. Um, that was kind of weird. Now let's go like play with pinatas and make it all better. <laughs> Again, rapid fire. That's how yeah. the show works. There's no time for hesitation. <laughs> You're right. It was awkward. And that's where I need someone to always bring me back down to earth. You know, this is kind of the first time maybe they're meeting in a one-on-one setting. And mm-hmm. it does take a while to find your groove with a person in, you know, does your humor hit, how you communicate. So I think I need to be a little more empathetic. But I'm like, that was awkward. Well, they have, you know, 15 cameras on them. They're probably sleep deprived, like sunburned, dehydrated. So I'm pulling for them. I really like them. Um, There's like no other couples that really stood out. They all, I like Mm -hmm. them all. Don't get me wrong. That one's definitely front runner at this point. Um, But it's so much easier to hate watch any show like this or reality TV. Mm -hmm. Someone I'm not thrilled to see on the island, and it's not maybe who you think it is, but Tammy. Yeah. So I definitely didn't like her. So when she came on the screen, I literally would just like, no, not you. (laughs) Right? Like, yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of her. I would, she just, the, like sarcastic bit misses with me when she's like, I'm just, you know, messing with you. Her, she's abrasive and it doesn't yeah. work for the, for the show. I don't really get her humor. Um, and she's just so confrontational for what reason? I know. Yeah. She also called David Spade, Dave Chappelle. And I was just like, someone get her off the show. I can't do oh it. Oh my God. And then I was like, there's no way you did that. Intent, like it joke, felt right? so like yeah. yeah, like it felt forced. I mean, we hey, I'm gone. You know <laughs> who among us? I'm sure I've like literally flubbed several words already on this recording. But I was like, that felt so calculated. Everything about yeah. her feels calculated, and mm-hmm. I'm sure she's a lovely person. She did have a good TikTok, um, actually that she put out last night. Um, I guess she got her boobs done, mm-hmm. and the whole preview was just her crying. She's like, I wasted my, I got my boobs done for this. And it was like a screenshot <laughs> of her in like tears looking a hot mess the whole season. So oh, that's funny. she is funny. There's humor there. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully we see more of it. Um, but I see her as more of a villain, villain than like Victoria. Oh yeah, same. She was like very sneakily mean. And it just every, every um, Bachelor season we've been having, Peters and Matt's. There was just the the one group of mean girls. And it's like, we just need to get them out, please. There's no reason for it. No reason. No reason. Well, hopefully I'm over the mean girls. I know. No, no more mean girls. Don't cast any like comedians, check. <laughs> or body diversity, check. Mean girls pass. Like, do a deep, they should do some um, what is it like crowdsourced, you know, um, 
like product testing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been bullied by this woman? Yes or no? Like just survey uh, high school, former high school classmates to see what's up. Um, just a gentle suggestion. Are they racist? Were they a bully? Like, you know, 1A, that's not really 1B, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> it should be on the checklist. Very important. Um, yeah. Another shtick I'm kind of over is Demi. I like Demi. Yeah. I think she's great TV. She's good energy. But there comes a point in Bachelor Nation where I feel like they've been on too many series mm. and they it's almost like they're acting, like they're a character yeah. in Bachelor Nation, not a contestant. Does that make sense? Yeah, I definitely, I love her, but I feel like she's not like, I'm, I'm going to say she's too good for the show, not because everyone on the show is terrible or anything, but it's like, she's a celebrity now. She's, yeah. you know, doing her thing. She has like whatever podcast, you know, brand endorsements, everything she's doing. And it's like, just do that. It's, I mean, I'm sure they, they, they paid her a fat check, I'm sure, to come on the show. <laughs> so I don't blame her, but it did kind of feel out of place for her to be on the show when she's kind of like off and doing her own thing. And these are all new people for the most yeah. part. Yeah, you know, you said it well. It's like her time, it's kind of run its course. And I enjoy, I enjoy her content and like what she produces and whatever she's a part of. Mm-hmm. But now it just feels like, you know, this is the eighth sequel they've tried to, you know, bring back and she's the character they just haven't written off yet. So mm-hmm. we'll see if she's around. Uh, she's, a, like you said, a real celebrity. She's out in the universe. She's made her connection. So it's no, no shade to her. Mm-hmm. I like her, but I want to see her doing other things. So we'll see where she lands. Um, I don't know if there's anyone on the island I like pair her with right off the bat, but um, I'm sure she'll give us some good, you know, Twitter content nonetheless. I know. It looks like she's there to really just cause a lot of trouble. It's her main end goal, which whatever, it'll be funny. Um, but yeah, I'm sure everyone's going to be intimidated by her because she also, I think she can be nice, but of course she's been a real bully on the show too. <laughs> so I would be scared of her if I was on the show, to be honest. Yeah, no, she's too confident for the show she knows how it works she knows what the producers are up to like she is a seasoned veteran so um yeah she's someone that I'm like damn I love that I hate that I love you I know you're gonna be good tv but I was hoping for some fresh faces so I think all in all it was a really good episode are there any couples I'm missing that were absolutely just a plus in your book No, I feel like everyone made out and I was like, okay, I just got whiplash. Like everyone is just kissing, but I feel like it was more of like a, we just met and you're hot and then we might like other people tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah. They're like, Hey, night one, what's up? What's good. And Mm -hmm. you know, if it's anything from the previews, it's going to be a lot of tears and a lot of chaos and obviously the most dramatic season ever. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really, really excited. Um, I'm sure it's just going to be drama, drama, drama. And hopefully it's entertaining drama and funny drama and not mean girl drama. No, mean girl, vote them off the island. Like They should add a survivor element yeah. to this so that you can vote people off as well. Well, the ball is in the guys' court. They have the roses. So they'll be dishing out who gets to stay on the island. Uh, and I think we have a couple weeks where there's two episodes a week. So we are mm-hmm. in for a treat this season. Um, it does look good. Kendall made an appearance in those previews as well. It looks like the producers have had a lot of time to get this season. <laughs> um, they've been itching as we all have to watch it. So we hope 
as it unfolds, as the producers gift us their magic, you guys watch alongside with us. We'll be recording every week, talking all things Bachelor Nation, Bachelor in Paradise, and we'll catch you next time.